Hello everyone. Welcome back to See the Sunrise. I'm glad you've come back to join me and hear some of the things that God is speaking into my heart. Today, I want to talk about time. A couple of weeks ago, I visited a field of sunflowers. This is new to me because I have such environmental allergies. The thought that I would want to go out into a field of sunflowers on a very hot day is really surprising. My husband, who was with me, didn't find this as exciting as I did, but I drug him out because I wanted him to take some pictures. You know, there's something about seeing a field of beautifully arrayed plants all together as if each one of them is smiling at you. And that makes you just feel good inside. There were really a lot of people out there and some of them were fancily dressed and they were out taking pictures amongst the flowers. It was a picture perfect day. But there was something else I noticed about that field of ornate yellow and green. There was something else there that wouldn't normally be seen. And there were smiles. They were smiling and laughing. The people that were there out taking those pictures in this field of yellow and green were all smiling. As if a seemingly motionless plant could evoke such joy from the youngest to the oldest. Who knew? The children were running around really gleeful. And I just had to stand there and just take that in. Again, my husband didn't find that too exciting because it was hot outside and uh, he just doesn't like to sit out in the sun like that. But I think you'll agree. We could all use a bit of sunshine and happiness right now. Before, before long, we're going to be in the midst of winter. And maybe, just maybe, looking back at that field of sunshine just might brighten someone's day. I wonder what incited someone to plant a field like this and to invite others, complete strangers, to come and view the beauty. You know, summer has been short-lived this year. Summer was a time that we, or at least it used to be a time, that we pulled back, that we spent time hanging out with our family and friends. We took our scheduled or planned vacations. We had outdoor picnics and weddings, family reunions, barbecues, long walks in the park. But this summer has been like no other most of us have ever experienced in our lives. By now, we're probably all sick of being or hearing about COVID-19 and quarantines and hand washing, mask wearing, toilet paper and the like. This season has brought nothing less than sickness and death, seclusion, anxiety, depression, joblessness, hopelessness and more. We've been sidelined and we've been anxiously praying that this unyielding season would end. And it looks like there's no end in sight, but we know that there is. This season was not about the weather, but it was about weathering change. And that is what we do and will do all of our lives. This disease, this season has shown us that time means nothing to it. It has robbed us of life as we knew it, and it continues to hang around like a bad dream. We just want someone to shake us awake. The events we've experienced over these last six months is nothing short of unbelievable. I hear the words of Ecclesiastes 3, which is attributed to King Solomon. He says this, For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. There's a time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, 
a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. King Solomon said that there is a season and a time for everything, but I don't recall him speaking about a time to lock down and to stay put or about disease ravaging the land, but maybe actually he did. Not in specific terms, but in a conciseness that informs us that such times can be expected. This should not have caught us off guard. Solomon spoke about the good and the bad, the happy times and the sad times. We want to hear about things that bring life, but we know with life comes death. And he actually was relaying that there will be things that don't make us happy. From Solomon, we hear about the realities of life in his message and in his entire book of Ecclesiastes, but somehow we find ourselves glossing over the hard parts. Actually, who wants to hear bad news? Who wants to hear about a time to die or a time to refrain from embracing? I am missing hugs, you know, and I'm sure some of you out there are missing them too. Who wants to hear about a time to lose or a time to hate, a time of war, but it's all a part of life. His message echoes meaningless. Nothing is reliable, so why do we toil for the emptiness of things? King Solomon's message is this. Apart from God, life means nothing. We go on this endless pursuit to be happy, yet there is so much outside of our control. Trying to find meaning is futile. In fact, is anything in our control. Solomon teaches us a number of things, but only if we embrace the teachings will we begin to understand the lessons that we can learn. Solomon's message reminds us that we came here with nothing, and so we'll leave as we came. It reminds me of a woman whose husband asked her to promise to bury his riches with him. And she promised, and her girlfriend said, are you crazy? And so he did die. And her friend asked, well, what did you do with his money? And she said, I, I, I buried it with him. She said, are you serious? She said, yeah, I wrote him a check. We came here with nothing. We're going to leave as we came. It also teaches us that we should live our lives exercising wisdom and being diligent about our efforts. It teaches us to exercise wise use of our time, not being lazy or weary of boredom. You know, so, so many have talked about binge watching so much they have nothing else to watch. They've watched everything that they've wanted to see. He teaches us to find our purpose and to be unrelenting because see, when you find your purpose, you don't really feel like you're working. You just feel like you're living a content and fulfilling life. And most of all, he teaches us the most important of everything that we do is to love and fear God, our creator, the creator of the universe. That is our total duty. And the only he is the only one who can and will sustain us from beginning to end, no matter what happens. Life isn't easy. And this this podcast is to teach us that life, it isn't easy, but it is. There is good. And if we look for it, we'll see it because we're looking at it through the eyes of God. Life is not easy. I'll say it again. But there is good and bad. But you know that already. There are blessings and adversity. But we're going to get through it, and we can get through it. There is nothing new. Death awaits us all. But for those of us who believe, life awaits us. But not under the S-U-N, but in the 
S-O-N, up in the heavens where God awaits for us. We're not in control. Life can be difficult. We get it. But we can have steadfast hope when we put our hope and trust and confidence in the one who created us, seeking him in all of our life circumstances, in all the good and the bad. Instead of looking for happy times or joyous times, because they're going to be fleeting, seek to live a life rooted in the sun, the S-O-N, who shows us how to make our way through life. God bless you all, and I pray you always experience the sunshine and the sunrise, S-O-N-R-I-S-E. May you be blessed.